Fun fact about Laura. When she was in high school in Ballarat, when it was freezing cold, the Queen came to visit. Of course she did. What a place to go. And because she was such a politically minded teenager, she wrote free to bet on her chest with a bikini top (laughs) underneath her school shirt. And when the Queen trotted out, she ripped off her shirt to show the world that she meant business. The Queen didn't notice. And her friend who said she'd do it with her did not do it. <laughs> so did it free to bet? It did not free to bet. Oh, no. <laughs> the Ballarat Courier thoroughly ignored me. So, yeah. <laughs> Good Sheilas, the podcast that will turn your stomach and warm your heart as we reflect on what makes all of us tick. I'm Bron, a Melbourne comedian. And I'm Claire, a human rights lawyer. And we're long-time friends, short-time mums and lifetime dickheads. Each episode we tackle something in the media as well as something in life that's kicked us in the gut. So strap yourselves in, mongrels, and get ready for Good Sheilas. Hello. 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 We've got a guest. We do have a guest. We have the phenomenal Laura Vickers, principal and founder of Nest Legal and Legal Extraordinaire. She's very impressive. She's very extraordinary. She's got accolades and awards coming out of her bum hole. Welcome, that Laura. That is rude. It is gross. <laughs> Thanks, Can Claire. Can you somewhere else? <laughs> Esteemed human rights lawyer. Esteemed as a stretch. I don't have a job. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about that? Tight, tight, funny Canadian lady. <laughs> But we do. Laura is here and she's going to help us with a lot of things. She is. So Laura runs an innovative law practice in Northcote, which is now all over Victoria and possibly the world. I don't know anymore. And she, um, what did you do that was really special and cool with this law practice that no one had done before? Look, this is pre-COVID though. What made it special is now, seven years later, not that special because the was kind of no, one, no one was doing it no yeah. no so we were online we were um you know doing the video conferences i hate talking about money so we put all the fees on the internet because i just wanted to say it costs that yeah i don't want to have to talk to you about yeah money is <laughs> awkward it's so awkward you meant to i know that's the opposite of what you meant to do you meant to develop a relationship and get someone on the phone and bring them in for half an hour and then tell them the price no, no, especially I, oh. with law i reckon with anything legal the fee, it just, they, you, uh, you guys, a lot of you guys <laughs> seem to just like make it up. And if that costs 72, uh, 25, $60 and the rest of your life, it just makes <laughs> no sense. But you didn't want to do that. No, I don't think about it like, I mean, I renovated recently and I had no bloody idea what an architect cost and I just wish yeah. they'd put it on there because totally. it's on their website yeah. per hour. This Tell is me. what, if you want to have an architect, you know, design your whatever, it's going to add this to the bill. Can't they just put that on the website? Because mm. otherwise it's just awkward for everyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we put it all on there. It's there. Um, the reason we did that wasn't, wasn't to change the world. It's just that I had no childcare, so... I did it from home. I'd hand the baby to husband. I'd go on video conference, grab the baby back, and just Amazing. do it from. And you specialise in what? We do wills, property, and family law. Yeah, yeah. I have used Laura before many times. <laughs> Laura did all my conveyancing, which had, which was like I don't know how 
you do it because it was so many documents <laughs> and so many things that I could I physically couldn't read. I was like, I my brain is bleeding. I don't know what why you have to put. It's like Shakespearean the <laughs> yeah. way that they word it. Is that on purpose? Is, is that yes. too confusing for people? Definitely on purpose. It's been a big shift to make it more accessible in the last, I don't know, ten years or so. But generally, <sighs> it's on purpose. It so the really lay hard. people can't touch us. Great. So I, well, I hated that, but Laura read all of it for me. I don't know. Oh, I felt like you <laughs> should have charged way more. You are the Martin Luther of lawyers. Martin Luther, for everyone who's very interested in the 15th century, mm. was this guy who was like the Pope and the Catholic Church was like, hey, no one can speak Latin and no one can learn to read and the Bible is only his language and so we can only touch the word of God if we're very fancy, fancy people. And he was like, no, that's not nice. Everyone should be able to read the Bible. And then <laughs> they started wars about it. It was really intense, so you're him. Oh, oh that's great. I'm, I'm definitely not a tired suburban lawyer mum who drafts wills and does conveyance. Martin Luther, it's finished. <laughs> that's exactly what you were. Fun fact about Claire, she's an idiot. <laughs> she sees connections. Exactly. So L- Laura's going to tell us today about some really vital things that women need to know about the law, but just to kick off, we're going to talk about someone else who's very vital. Oh, yeah, Pete Evans. Yeah, speaking of things that aren't quite right. (laughs) So Pete Evans has done a lot of things in the media of late, but he's stayed in there. He has. So he kicked off with My Kitchen Rules and a really little article in a newspaper where he said he activated his almonds and the world was like, what the fuck? Mm. So he used to be like a really accessible kind of round chef and then he found wellness. Celebrity chef, yeah. Yeah, he was a celebrity chef for a while. He had like, I think he had frosted tips for a bit. He was like really commercialised and he got paid an enormous amount of money to just be a little bit handsome on a cooking show and be like, I like fish and everyone's like oh my god say it again and then so he was famous for a while and fine like inoffensive and then he was like I've got a platform and (laughs) let's do this I'm a bit mad so I'm gonna use it heaps he is like pink peak fucking awful laura what do you what do you know like one thing that you know pete evans has done or said that has been interesting he was in the media this week wasn't he he was using a neo-nazi yes. symbol but he didn't know it was yes. a neo-nazi symbol That's what and, said. yeah <laughs> and i thought and i just skimmed over that speed reading on hold to the state revenue office going I'm, I'm missing a few steps here. Like, why is he posting? Isn't he the guy that was talking about pastry? And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You know, Did you wish they'd written it in Shakespearean so yeah. you understood it? <laughs> what? Um, but I guess it's just da- everything's dangerous at the moment. If you've got a platform, it just comes with responsibility. It yeah. does. Yeah. And we talked about this a little bit last week with Hanson. Hanson, Pete Evans, same people. Yeah. But Pete Evans, so this is the thing he's done recently that has bothered me the most, apart from being... A vaccine denier and just an all-round piece of shit. He's a COVID denier. Yeah, he was, and now he says with COVID, he says, "Fine, okay, fine, it exists, but humans can't catch it from other humans." And do you know what he's also doing? He sells an eighteen thousand dollar light device which mm. he says protects you from COVID. He sells this. And there was something mm. to do with cancer as well. And at the same time, in the next breath, he says it isn't real. He is like human waste. Yeah. Like it is awful and his whole kind of wellness empire is around exploiting people's vulnerabilities. 
But he's like hugely, hugely successful. Like yeah, Woolies and Coles and all of these places still give him so much money. He's published so many books. And then recently, it was only until the neo-Nazi thing. So for those who don't know, he posted on social media um, a cartoon that he claims was an innocuous. But it was a, mo- a moth talking to a butterfly or something. And on one of their wings was this neo-Nazi symbol, which is the same symbol that the... Um, New Zealand massacre psycho used mm. to like promote his message and so people it was like vaguely familiar to some people and not familiar to a lot of people but he should have known what it meant yeah, Google it, right? yeah. yeah. And anyway uh, people were really angry about that and he was he didn't come back with an apology he just said oh whoopsie I can't know every symbol in the world guys <laughs> that's why buy my so lights sorry. That's yeah so he lives in Byron Bay with his unvaccinated children and makes loads of money with his wellness empire, but comeuppance has comeuppanced. Yes, come. finally. Stop saying that word. So finally he, <laughs> he um, the publishers of his books um, that make that do very well because it's all about paleo, it's all about whatever. But can He's, I just interject? This didn't, this was like, this was his, this was the line for them. The line was not, he had a bone broth which would kill babies. Mm. They're like, whoopsie, we'll just take it out of the next edition. It was yeah. like, like, like they had to, it had to come to this point. Yeah. yeah. So he fucked up so many times. So many times. So, right? and, and so finally, finally, um, the moth, the, the slogan moth got him. <laughs> and he, finally his publishers were like, okay, great. We've been wanting to drop this guy for a long time. Sorry, we're not go- we're not going to sell his books anymore. We're not we're not going to publish his books anymore. And if any retailers don't want to sell his books anymore, please send them back, and we'll give you your money back. So this was like finally he got stung, mm. like financially. Dickie's reputation was already absolutely like a piece of shit. Anyway. Except he didn't get the leadership, right? Who are they? There must but be people. There's a lot. He's got like he's got like a million followers on Facebook. He's got a like a really huge following. He's one of the because he's seen as a truth teller. About what though? Like Those light things. The, no, about the real world. Yeah. Like we're all operating we're all sheeple, and he knows the truth because mm, he's Pete Evans, COVID, the chef. Yeah, this shriveled <laughs> guy who just lives in the sun. He's like that. He, but he has. So he's got, his wife is this absolute like the most beautiful woman I think I've ever seen in my life, apart from me, Laura. And she is like she's always, always like her photos. I kind of I go onto her page sometimes because it's it's mesmerizing. Like that kind of like beauty is quite beautiful. Mm. She's like. She's like, you know, like rubbing her face on a horse's face. I'm like, wow, that looks horrible. <laughs> I wish to I could do. touch that horse's face. <laughs> to do but why does she look beautiful doing that and so he's he's everything in his life has validated what he said yeah. like, no one has ever said hold on a sec you you can't say yeah, that or stop you that can't do that and now stop. they are but thank god thank god because you have to be accountable when you're in the public eye and I, I know Laura you have quite a big kind of profile online because of all your success and like do you feel like you have to be careful about your image and cultivate a particular way of being do you feel a responsibility because you do have a following yeah it's paralyzing like what do you say when you and you don't want to say anything that you don't know anything about because for that exact reason like we what if we always say things we don't we know anything about all this podcast is about <laughs> There's nothing we know anything about. Ask me anything about trivia. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's – I mean, I, I know that's not what you meant to do. It's about content, content, putting stuff out there, saying things, making noise for the sake of it. But, yeah, I, I find it 
you know, we, we don't have that huge a following, but the people that do follow us for our advice and what we're mm. saying and look to us for guidance because mm. they trust us on some level. <laughs> yeah, I'm trusting not, not, everything. Not style tips. <laughs> oh, no, I would. I also do that. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can't, I mean, you know, if you, my mum said if you can't say anything nice, don't say it at all. But if you can't say anything that's adding to the conversation in a helpful way, just shut up. Yeah. Or if you can't say anything, write it on your chest and take a shirt off. If that's a 15-year-old. <laughs> Disclaimer on my nipples. <laughs> Do not follow this advice. <laughs> Do not free to bed. Yeah. <laughs> she followed that advice. Yeah. So, Bede Evans, piece of shit, you're a bit more careful and thoughtful. Laura, we wanted you to talk women through what they need to know about law in their life. It's quite inaccessible, and because it is, it often seems unimportant. But it really is. So what are the five things you want to tell our listeners about what they need to know about the law? Hmm. No pressure. <laughs> I've got a good one. Don't kill people. Don't yeah. sell Don't eat <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eat. I could be a lawyer. Fuck this. I've got a few that, I mean, you know, if you're talking about the top five rules for life, murdering and selling meth are probably yes. up there. But here, I've got five that are probably things you wouldn't expect. So... Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, don't put a scorpion in your anus. Don't, is that a legal tip or life tip? Bit of both. both. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's personal Or experience. someone else says that's assault. I swear, during COVID as a lawyer, like I reckon 30% of what we were doing was life advice, just people calling up going, I'm just really anxious about the world and this and how do I make my girlfriend buy a property with auction at the moment and, and, and you know, I might get COVID and this. I'm like... Whoa. Let's just talk those issues through yeah. one by one. We'll start with the power of attorney. We'll talk about the auction contract. We'll talk, and then we'll touch on your relationship with a girlfriend at the end. Um, <laughs> if you buy a lot, yes. COVID will not reach you. It will not. <laughs> so number one is don't just make a will and think that you've got your estate plan sorted. Because that sounds like I've got my estate plan sorted. Yes. Yes. If I've gone to the effort, effort of writing a will, I'd be like, finished, yeah. I can die now. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one bit of it, but it's just, it's only one piece of the pie. And often people put a lot of stuff on that bit of the pie that that's not the right bit of the pie it goes on. So, for example, there's stuff that shouldn't go in your will that needs to go into other documents. Um, you don't want to fill your will full of, you know, my kids must go for Collingwood and they must be taken to every grand final and I want them to play the flute and I want money used to, you Is know. that what people put in their will? People, like, people put a lot of things in their will that don't need to go in their will but maybe need to be written down but like not a, in that document. A wind instrument. I mean, maybe like percussion. Percussion, but yes. Flute. But it's flute. bad is, life choices. So people say they have to, my kids have to do this. People... We always recommend that you leave guidance for the person that you nominate as the guardian in your will, but the will's not the document to do that. Superannuation, your will can't cover that. Really? Um, Property that you own jointly with someone else, you can't say, I want to leave my share of the house to my sister if you own that as joint tenants. Oh, my God. And if you just think, well, I've made a will, I'm sorted, that's not enough. You Mm. need to think about the entirety of your life. And, like, you guys would make really different wills because you, you know, on, on paper you're kind of similar, but you've got different considerations hmm. going on i'm cancer claire's COVID. <laughs> yeah. exactly my children have to wear festive hats every yeah. day doesn't matter what the temperature or what the day of the year they have to wear a santa hat yeah that's the end Look, of my world but I also everything that you've said is like i would like you know i want my half of the asset to go to someone like where would else would that go you need to understand 
we ask, I think, 168 questions when someone comes into the office for a will, and we understand. What a game. I know, right? <laughs> like, you know, what's their... No, what? Assets they have. Are they likely to be sued? Like, are they, you know, the are people that Are they likely to be sued? Do people know the answer to that question? They kind of do. Like, on paper, I'm more likely to be sued than, than you, Ron. Like, unless you're really unfunny one night. No one's yes. <laughs> Then, you know, I give advice. I'm more likely to be sued than Am you I are. Am I more likely to be sued? Um, you've got a, you've got so many different things going on. Like, remember, you're, you're going to oh, start for a while. Like, you know, you, um, what yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. those tech things. If you went with that and that mm-hmm. was, like, a really bad product, then, yes, as a public servant, probably less so. Um, different aspects. So we look at all of that. If you are totes suable, you don't want to be inheriting a whole bunch of assets mm. into your name. You want to put some you sort of structures in place. Yeah. Trusts, yes. Oh, yes. So, so, so I would not give my money to someone who would be suable. Yeah. 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 So I've, you know, oh my, my house is not in my name, it's in my darling husband's name. I don't want him oh. to die and then leave the house to me and undo all of that. Mm. So, okay. for example, you know, yes, we are all... So what do you put in your will? You put in there, you want to so start with your kids, you want someone to look after them and someone to look after their inheritance. Mm. Um, you want to put in there the assets that can be dealt with by the will, but then have other things going on for the stuff that can't be dealt with in mm. the will. So assets held by a trust, superannuation, like some of the details. You don't want to go through you know, every single handbag and dress that you own in your will and update that every time. Do you see yeah. that though? People yeah. being like, I just bought this really nice handbag from Target. <laughs> It's really you know, special. But if they have like a Birkin, yeah. they might be like, my Birkin goes to my daughter. Yeah, but you don't have to. You can just say, I'm going to leave a list about the handbags yeah. and that's going to... So it's the will isn't just the end of it. And then there's like the actual guidance. Like, where is this Birkin? Where have you stored it? Um, mm, you know. Where is my Merkin? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want a Birkin? <laughs> <laughs> but so did like I went to a like a, um, I don't know where it was. I think it was like a baby festival, like one of those horrible baby expos. And the only thing that we bought from it um, was the will kits, like these plastic covered will oh, kits. Yeah. And we're like genius. We've made a great decision, and we left probably left our baby there. And then we're, we're, they're still in the wrappers. We're like we'll never do this. And I think I mentioned this to you when we were doing a I was like well, don't worry you don't need to help us with our will we've got these um, ones in a packet above the dishwasher and you were like that is a very bad idea so you have to go see a lawyer to do a will you should have, well have you done the will or is no, it still, still in the dishwasher so young. for no other reason get it sorted okay. I mean it's one thing to buy the thing and if you don't actually do it you might ask those 168 questions and what we end up drafting replicates what's on your dishwasher yeah but you know, just for the three of us, we have enough going on that it probably wouldn't look like that. Yeah. yeah. And it also doesn't tell you about the, all the other details that, aren't, that wouldn't go in the will. So you need some other things going on to support the person mm. who's looking after your kids, who's trying to, you know, figure out if your car's insured, is trying to figure out what bank accounts you have. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And do you see um, more, more wills that are done incorrectly than wills that are done correctly? Uh, so I have this genius business model where I've drafted 2,000 wills for people who are in their 30s and 40s and they haven't. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of our clients, we do more of the will drafting than the probate, but of the probate side of that we do, which is generally, you know, not always, but it's usually people later in life, you get these things and then they've hand amended it in red pen and oh, then it hasn't, you know, they no. haven't signed it properly. It's not really the post office will kit's fault a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It's user mm. error. Or they've written stuff in there that just can't make sense. Yeah. 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 
Like you don't own the burger and it's not yours to give to someone else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Metaphor. Wheels are hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So wheels are hard, so you should go see a lawyer for Get that. Get a lawyer and it's not just one thing, it's lots of things. It's lots of little things as yes. well. Yeah. Um, and second, the second point I was going to say kind of relates to the first, which is a power of attorney. A will only covers you if you've died. Power of attorney covers you if you're incapacitated. Great. Mm. So my top tip is that if there's anyone in your life who you would be picking up the pieces if they went into a coma, just get them to get a power of attorney once they, while they still have their marbles. Ah. So your partner, your parents, um, your mate, if you'd be the one who'd have to sort out their stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I've never, Claire's never gone into a coma, but I've picked up the pieces many times. (laughs) Yet. She's never done it yet, yes. But so you just pick someone who you think is going to make the right decisions for you. Yeah, because if you don't have it in place, um, you who, know, Claire's in a coma, you're going down to VCAT saying, hey, VCAT, can I sign documents on Claire's behalf? And they say no. Who's or it? they might say yes, they might. So who would it be if you hadn't done that? Just No one. There's no, this is the thing. Like if you die without a will, there's a formula and the formula's... You know, might be right, might not. There is, yeah. there isn't that for if you go in a coma. Um, that person has to go to VCAT and get VCAT to say in Victoria, yeah, yeah, I can make decisions or I, I basically retrospectively put a power of attorney in place to do that. And is it just first in best dressed? Uh, well, you'd have to, you know, make a case that it's a good idea to let you sign documents on Claire's behalf and you'd be the right <laughs> oh person gosh. to do it. And, yeah. I have so many people in my life who I wouldn't want my t- power attorney. Do you know what my mum does all the time? She always, like, threatens us because mum had five kids. She always threaten all of us that um, she's changed her will. So, like, she'll be like, I've changed my will and now Bron's the power of attorney and she's going to make all the decisions. And then, like, you know, a week later I've annoyed her. She's like... <laughs> Grab that, I've changed it again, now Hamish is in charge. And it was like, everyone's like, Wait, Mum, just like, we don't care, like, just choose one. Yeah. But I wonder, maybe I'll do that when I'm older. We'll just yell it's at my kids. It's Heaney's turn. It's Ola's <laughs> turn. It's a pain in the ass based on this power of attorney, like all the obligations yeah, no one wants there. to do that. No. It's a shit job. But it's, it's even more painful when you know it's you that's cleaning it up and they haven't put it in place. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. Mum, no one wants to be a power of attorney. <laughs> It's a shit job. You keep it. It's, oh, look, when my mum my was really sick before she died, all I, I was, you know, fighting at parking infringements and oh, fighting with Tilster oh, about. It's no. just it's doing someone's paper. A lot of it's doing someone's paperwork yeah. for them. And then there's the big stuff about, you know, should we sell a flat? I'm like, no pressure to get this right or anything. Yeah. 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 Um, and you can't benefit from it. No, exactly. It's, like That's like, it's not. I think I'll switch $10,000 for my services. Yeah. No. No. It's just not oh. the purpose of your Part of being the oldest daughter, I think. Yeah. yeah. What's tip number three? Uh, tip number three was um, so this is, you know, around here, houses are expensive, and we see a lot of people whose parents help them out. And uh, that's. Yeah. Uh, we call them bank of mum and dad and there's different ways you can document that bank of mum and dad arrangement but we see a lot of the time where bank of mum and dad has just handed over money without any thought about that oh that's so nice it is i know but wow. they're, they're just and it's you know those that our clients come in and they go i don't want to you know it's such a lovely thing i didn't even know they'd been saving this money all this time i don't really want to talk about them it's a bit awkward hmm. but you got to talk about it and that's for a few reasons you want to you don't want that money if you split up with your partner to form part of the pool of assets that can be... Oh, so you want it for your own? Well, I mean, mum and dad probably don't want it to be Go formed to part it. of that. Yeah. So if that's the case, you want to put some sort of loan agreement in place. But then you also want to think about if they're helping you out but they're not helping your sister out, 
what are they putting in their will to make that, that sort of equal out? Uh, and do they have an obligation to do that? Like if they, they don't, but people need to think through, if I give this to someone or if I lend this to someone, what are the other things that come from that? And you might be, um, say, say you've got you know parents like that who have lent you 200 grand to go and buy a house. You go to the bank and they say, where did this 200 grand come from? Mm. And you say, oh, it's... Found it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save us. So you don't really... And they might, they might not want you to have a loan agreement to your parents. So you mm. need to check, is that going to... Do all the, all the pieces fit together? Mm. Um, oh. have, think about it. Have a conversation. And do you ever have circumstances where it's the, the parents think it's a loan, but the children are like, oh, it was a gift? Well, that's the worst. Imagine if you're on, like, the wrong page about it. Like, and you think it's this. It happens, and right? It does. It must happen. Yeah. Or you're, you know, you and mum might have had that conversation, but your partner hasn't and oh. he or she thinks that's something else and or your sister is doesn't know yeah, yeah. and we're so bad culturally talking about money like we we it, it's talk so about it. it it yeah. ruins families so talk yeah. about it just document it be strategic about it don't see it as a a thing not to mention gosh you must have seen yeah. so many families go to shit for yeah. the money yeah. oh that's um, depressing. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like, depressing. So all these tips are so helpful because I reckon imagine imagine getting to the end of someone's life and just being like, now the reason, the way I'm going to remember this is because I'm angry about money. Yeah. $20,000. Yeah. Well, that's depressing. All right, so these are great tips. Family saving tips. Laura's here to save your family. <laughs> Tip number four. Tip number four. Oh, come on, memory. Okay, it was get advice at the outset about how you own things and set things up. And that goes for businesses and it goes for how you own property as well. So it shouldn't necessarily be that both members of a couple go on the title. It depends on tax. It depends on mm. how suable you are. Mm. It depends on um, what are your wishes for the property in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, often we see it, well, you know, mum and dad have lent some money, so they're going to go on title. That's a world of pain for yeah. tax. And, um, and also, don't, don't you have to pay stamp duty again if you want to sh- um, move it into your own name? If you're like, that's it, I can do the loan by myself now. Mum and dad, back off. Don't, if you want to change the title, don't you have to pay the enormous amount of tax? You, to get mum and dad off the title, yeah. you'd be looking at stamp duty and capital duty. gains tax. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh my God. So expensive. Yeah. It's the worst. So, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's expensive. And same goes for running a business. It might not be, um, you know, it might be overkill to set up as a company for your handicrafts market stall from the get-go. Mm. But if you talk to an accountant first up, you might want to put a company and a trust behind there. Just get that advice. You can own that decision. And who's the, per- who's the best person to get that advice from, um, from? For businesses, I'd probably talk to your accountant in the first instances, and for property, talk to your lawyer conveyancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. In Shakespearean. In Shakespearean. <laughs> if you know the Shakespeare, <laughs> go to a conveyancer. And how about number five? We whiz through what we own, how we die, how we live. What are you going to serve up? Number five, I wanted a family law tip in there. Um and yeah. I went around the office going, what should the family law tip be? And we're on the fence. Half of us should be just don't marry dickheads and the other half should be <laughs> That's great, yeah. write shit down. <gasps> so if you, you marry a nice guy, girl, they might end up being a dickhead. But luckily you've written down what those financial contributions were. You've probably got an idea oh. of the non-financial contributions. I'm like, do you remember what you no. brought to your relationship? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a sparkling sense of humour. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, who paid for what? And yeah, just, no, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. 
so I just have that written down somewhere. I had this great conversation with Lucas on our second date because I went out before Lucas. I went out with this guy who hadn't, he never had any money, yeah. and I loved saving because I just desperately wanted to own a house and not renting. I really, really didn't like renting, and so this guy before Lucas was never going to own a house with me I knew that and then when I went out with Lucas on my second date I was like oh how do I this is a really unsexy conversation but I was really I need to know I was I was like do you like have savings or and he was like yes I do and I was like oh my god thank god I was so nervous he was gonna say no I was like oh great um like a lot or because this is how much I've saved and I thought so I thought if I laid mine out he'd be like Great. Second date. Yes. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, we had a kid about nine months later. And then I said, what is, um, what's, how much have you saved? And he said, I have saved. And he was so proud. And this is a, like a lot of money. Okay. But he said, I've saved $5,000. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. Off you. Okay. He's not in, he's not in debt. We're in the plus. This is great. And then um, about uh, like a week later, he um told me that he also had a $6,000 credit card debt. Oh. I was like, you have minus $1,000. This is not a good deal. But I was, after a week, I was too far in um, and we had to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, we came in, but like, I think we came in with, I guess, different approaches to money, but since then we've kind of aligned. So it feels really, even though I, he earns way more money than me, it feels really even. But so, mm. even though we're in a really great spot now, do we still have to be, should we? Should I be writing things down? Probably not at this point, but... Um, when do I write I things down? We lose our minds a bit when we've got young kids, and I don't remember who paid the deposit on our first house. It's, mm. I, I, I have to go back to that paper that says, oh, that's right, I put in my savings, he put in his savings. And that yeah. would become relevant. Yeah, if, if really. And it's an uncomfortable, yeah. unromantic conversation. But like, and I like, I can see it really clearly now. Yeah. You know, having been in my relationship for such a long time, and just thinking for a great deal of it that we were going to be together forever. Because mm, yeah. you don't look at yeah. your life in any other way. But the reality is, anybody's relationship could fall apart. Yeah, and you need yeah. to know what went in and what went out so at the end you can be like oh yeah this is this is this is the lay of the land just goes and look my tip wasn't everyone should make a prenup because i don't think everyone should if you hook up young you don't have you know you have roughly the same you assets you can't get it together how about minus one thousand dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> document <very> that yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's not that I think if you're talking about a general tip that applies to everyone just yeah. you know don't burn that stuff just have yeah. it somewhere yeah because I guess you'd have to when you're trying to rely on your memory when you're grieving or angry yeah be, it would come in such a different color yeah it's so yeah. biased like you just see your side of things and you lose the ability to be reasonable yeah. because when people become I guess that's why with family law when it comes to a head when people um, are hurt and then you would see a lot of hurt people all the time really angry and trying to make rational decisions and that's a you know almost impossible mm. um that would be you know surely surely they think that they're doing the right thing or surely they think they're on the right side of it so that like it's every single case is someone going i know i'm in the wrong but fuck it i'm yeah. just gonna totally do it. like surely these this is natural for people to be like but i tried and i really thought and i'm sure i put in exactly the same yeah. amount as you so it's you know, we look at the divorces and separations and be like, God, that'll never be me or that looks really hard or I wonder how they went from love to hate so quickly and so ferociously. But surely there's like kind of like a pattern there. Like yeah. there has to be some like loopholes where people just fall into this place where they go, 
but I'm hurt and this person hurt me, yeah. so I'm definitely going to view my situation as you know the victim yeah. or I deserve this oh, come on so it would be it would it's interesting that we if because I haven't experienced a divorce or separation for me to look at it and be like that looks really hard and that looks when there's a, heaps of money involved that looks really hard and that looks really sad and when you bring lawyers in like you guys are expensive like, like you know <laughs> people like family lawyers are like really dear to be to go down that avenue so far I just feel like something's gone wrong, but so many people do it. Yeah. It's, there's so many factors that go into a family law split. It's not just the financial contributions. And often mm. people say, well, we've agreed it. And then we say, well, did you, what are you doing with this tax debt? And what yeah. are you doing with superannuation? And what about the fact that you've, Super. you know, mm. you've got far greater future needs than he does. And, oh, it's, it's not that we're trying to undo it. It's just that there's a reason all those factors are considered relevant. And yeah. And this is the rest of your life that you're setting yourself up for. Yeah, yeah. And you have to yeah. think about yourself in those circumstances. You have to be like, because no one else is looking out for you. The system no, won't no. necessarily. You have to just be like, well, what do I need? And that would be such a rude shock for, yeah. for a marriage or a partnership to be, you know, always trying to think about the other person and how the other person's feeling. It's supposed to be a considerate relationship. Mm. And then when when you separate to be like, okay, now I have to think about myself. Of course there's going to be... A clash yeah. and a mess. Yeah. Well, both of you, if there's kids involved, both of you need to be able to continue to play a role there. So it's not in your interest to leave the other side penniless. No, anyway. no. Because um, it hurts it's, the kids and it no, ends up hurting yeah. you. Yeah. And probably the hardest ones are where there just isn't much to split. Mm. And you're like, well, how do you how do you divide this? Yeah. So the, yeah. what do you think, what is the hardest kind of case, not specific one, but what are the hardest ones that... It, that you that you're like oh god not not another one of these. Uh, oh look, probably anything that has family violence or drugs. Yeah. To be honest. Oh, yeah. oh god. Which you know is throughout society. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. 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 Because is that does that does that play? Oh god, it would have. I have to play a huge yeah. role. Yeah. And then have to be a lot of people who would say like no, I'm not. I would never do that. And I did not do that. And then what does it have to do with There's oh, a god. really awful, horrible movement like where with Pauline Hanson, as she as she often is oh, in the yeah. centre at the moment, where she's saying that the. The family law system is broken and it's, it's biased against men and that um, they're advocating for different outcomes to give men more access and they're saying that women on the whole make it up and that the, the violence is men. And there's a lot of data which is like that, yes, it happens, but it's so, so rare and it's actually really terrifying and difficult to come forward with and the process is awful. But, yeah, it's, there's a big, growing, really scary movement which is pushing against it and saying, no, we can't trust these women. And yeah, it's really, really confronting. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a property lawyer at heart. Give me a plan of subdivision. It's um, I find I find family law really grueling. Right. Um, yeah. it's it's you know I, I'm awake at two a.m. if my clients are getting penalty interest. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> for the family court. But um, our family lawyers they're just they're they're so much tougher and so just such buckets of empathy yeah um yeah they're both equally tough and sensitive at the same time oh, wow. it's, it's oh, a, they don't teach that at law school like i think no. you're either built for family law or you're not it's a yeah, yeah. so you have to be so resilient and so kind yes oh. yeah okay so write a will but also consult a lawyer because you're almost definitely doing it wrong yeah yeah i would have written that wrong for sure <laughs> like my favorite acrylic nails are going to claire <laughs> 
Um, but she has to pay for them. And then the second one we had, what was the second one? Get second a power of attorney. Yeah. And make sure everyone in your life has a power of attorney yes, as well. Yes, wow, very that's important. Responsibility. What, yes. a, what a conversation starter. Yeah. <laughs> your power of attorney. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> okay. And just to be clear, do we, need, do we need a medical power of attorney as well? Look, it's it's if that's important to you, put an appointment of medical treatment decision maker document in place. But there is a statutory rule as to who makes those decisions otherwise. But if you want, if you want to say into what kind of medical treatment you get, put an advanced care plan and all of that in place. Mm-hmm. But look, if you're going to do, if you're going to make one New Year's resolution, make it probably the power of attorney. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And at three, we had. Chat oh, to your parents about money, especially if they're giving giving your oh, giving yeah. you money for your house. Yes, because yes. what's your sister getting? What's yeah. your sister getting? Everyone has a favourite. Come on, <laughs> everyone does. So she's getting nothing. And then four, four was get advice from the outset about how you own your property and your business. Talk mm-hmm. to your yeah. Make sure you understand who owns what, where the money is going. Get a trust. Hide your money from the tax man. Hide it. I did not say that. Hide it under your bed. That's Laura's advice. Bury it in the backyard. <laughs> don't, well, don't just do what your friends are doing because their situation probably is different to yours. Yeah. 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 Okay. And five is write everything down. If you brought minus $1,000 to your relationship, you make right, sure you don't. remember that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just even things like what you, where your superannuation is, um, yeah. you know, who, where, where the title is. If anyone's given, lent you money, given you money, where did that come mm. from? Just... Yeah, and also number six is don't marry a dickhead. Yeah, well, I, I left that one out because that should be people have a right to marry dickheads if well, they want to, but they shouldn't. They though. shouldn't. I know, but it's no. hard to know. You might not know if you're marrying a dickhead. So one person's dickhead is <laughs> another yeah. one's treasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, because you have been so magnificent, you have saved lives, you have changed lives. And now you've done this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. Put that on your resume. It'll be a hit. Top of your LinkedIn was on Good Sheila's. Full stop. Also, all the another amazing things. <laughs> It'll be Good Sheila's. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.